Good afternoon, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Tuesday, February the 5th. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Recap underscore NBA. This podcast is part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network available in your app store. We have NBA content, as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. The Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the pulse. All right, everybody, I have to apologize to you, regular listeners. Uh, Obviously, this show is out a lot later today than normal. Um, I had something come up personally. Um, Well, you know what happened? I I got offered a job last night. It was a job I was hoping to get, and I did get it. But they asked if I could start right away. And so I had to uh, pack up my shit and hit the road. I was on the road at 7 o'clock this morning, and I just didn't have time to get the show in. But... uh, I've set the show up in a way so that I can do it first thing in the morning, and that's the way it's going to be from now on. Today was just the oddity. Uh, so today's podcast is coming to you live from the Chateau Bedford, outside of beautiful Halifax, Nova Scotia. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Let's get into the action. There were some trades that went down. Uh, first one that happened yesterday, Detroit traded Reggie Bullock to the Los Angeles Lakers for Svi Luke and a future second-round pick. Um... Reggie Bullock was a starter and a regular rotation player in Detroit, and uh, so the Lakers are getting a shooter and and another wing guy to give them a little bit of depth uh, if they happen to trade away half of their team for someone in particular. Um, What Detroit's going to get out of this one is just a young guy. He's a good shooter as well, Uh, but he's unproven and he's young, and uh, it's a future asset, and they're also going to get that future second-round pick. Um, It's probably another sign of of, uh, trades to come for Detroit, and there is another Detroit trade uh, coming up here in a little bit. Uh, Next trade was the big one. Philadelphia sends Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, Landry Shamit, a 2020 first, a 2021 unprotected first rounder, which belongs to Miami, and two two future second round picks from Detroit. What they get in return from the Clippers is Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, and Mike Scott. So essentially, uh, the Clippers decided, you know, they're on the outskirts of playoff contention right now. Um, So they basically forfeited their playoff uh, hopes for this year. And obviously, they didn't have too many um, by trading away their best player in Toby Harris. Um, What they're taking back is is useless to them, mostly. Uh, Shamit's a nice young player. uh, But Wilson Chandler and Mike Muscala are probably, uh, I'm guessing, expiring contracts. If not, they'll might be on their way to their next home uh, this summer. Uh, Really, the big gain in this one for the Clippers is this 2021 unprotected first-round pick from the Miami Heat. Um, It's a coveted pick right across the league, and uh, if they want to make a push for, say, an Anthony Davis, that might be something that they need. Um, The Philadelphia side, obviously, they're going to get a a good player in Tobias Harris. That gives them a big four uh, in their starting lineup uh, with J.J. Redick, and... uh, yeah, they're in it to win it. Uh, Boban gives them a second center off the bench. Uh, they have him as well as Amir Johnson to fill that role. And Mike Scott gives them a, a, a veteran wing guy who can help uh, provide because their bench is depleted right now after making a trade like this one. Um, the next trade was the Raptors sent away Malachi Richardson and a 2022 second-round pick to Philadelphia. And so this is going to help them to balance out that bench a little bit. Philly's just sending back cash considerations. Um, so we'll keep an eye on the Raptors for what they're going to do here because that opens up a roster spot for them. They may be uh, looking to make another trade here before the deadline tomorrow afternoon. Or they may just be looking at uh, a potential buyout candidate and, and having a room, a roster spot for them. Uh, next trade, 
that went down the, today was uh, Detroit's next trade. They sent Stanley Johnson to the Milwaukee Bucks in exchange for Thon McCurr. Um, this is essentially a trade with two young guys who just didn't, uh, two lottery picks who didn't seem to work out on their current uh, respective teams. So uh, maybe a change of scenery would be good for both of them. Thon had been pushing for a trade uh, as he hasn't been getting very many minutes in Milwaukee, and Detroit could use some backup big help, so uh, that's going to be a good trade for them. Um, it'll be remaining to be seen how many minutes Stanley Johnson's going to be able to get on that uh, strong Milwaukee roster, but uh, even maybe a good presence around Stanley will, be, will uh, help bring out some good in him. And uh, the next trade was, uh, it still hasn't been finalized, but uh, Woj is reporting right now that Miami is apparently sending Tyler Johnson to the Phoenix Suns, and Ryan Anderson is going to be going back in that deal. Um, all of the uh, details have not been worked out yet, uh, as the, I know of. I'm checking Woj's Twitter as I record this, and he hasn't tweeted anything else yet, so uh, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. All right, now let's look at the games from yesterday. Boston was in Cleveland, and there was no Kyrie Irving for this one. Cleveland was up one point, and after the or sorry, Cleveland was up two points after the first quarter, but Boston took the second quarter by ten. Uh, but Cleveland was able to put up a little bit of a fight. Late in the game, Boston was up by three when Marcus Smart made a pull-up jumper for two, followed by a three-pointer. And then Alec Burks threw down a dunk, followed by a three of his own to cut it to 101-96. On Cleveland's next chance to get it back, Jason Tatum blocked a shot by Ante Zizic and then iced the game with a pair of free throws. Uh, Boston took this one fairly predictably, 103-96. And, oh, wrong page up there. Jason Tatum. Finished this one with 25 points and 7 rebounds. He also had 3 blocks and a steal. Gordon Hayward had 18 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 block, and 1 steal. This was definitely a redemption game for Hayward. Um, Cleveland was the the, the arena last year where he he, uh, suffered that gruesome leg injury in the first uh, 5 minutes of his season and and of his Boston Celtics debut. And he played 30 minutes in this one. They also had no Marcus Morris uh, for the Celtics. Al Horford had 9 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds to go with 3 blocks. Marcus Smart had 17 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Jalen Brown had 13 points and 7 rebounds. From the Cleveland side of the game, Colin Sexton had 27 points with 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. Alec Burks had 21 points. Larry Nance Jr. had 11 points with 12 rebounds. Ante Zizic had 8 points with 12 rebounds. Jordan Clarkson had 7 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Next one we'll look at was the Los Angeles Clippers in Charlotte to play the Hornets. And we'll throw the spoiler alert on this one. It was a close game. Even though it is late in the day, you may already know by now. But uh, whether or not Tobias Harris knew that this was his last game as a Clipper, he definitely went out in style. The Clippers were playing in their third road game in four days, but their legs did not show the effects as uh, they shot a scorching 18 for 24 from three-point land in this one. An astounding 75%. Just incredible. The Hornets were up by 20 at one point, um, but it was down to just eight after three quarters. We'll fast forward to late in the, gra- in the game. Patrick Beverly was called for a loose ball foul with 20, 21 seconds left, and then Marvin Williams sank a pair of free throws to tie the game at 115. With 4.3 seconds left, Tobias Harris made a running jumper in the lane to complete the comeback. The Clippers took this one 117-115. to 115. Harris finished the game with 34 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, Lou Williams had 31 points and 6 assists off the bench, as well as 3 rebounds and a block for Lou. 
Montrez Harrell had 16 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 blocks, also off the bench. Patrick Beverly had 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 assists. From the Charlotte side of the game, Kemba Walker had 32 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds, and 3 steals. Jeremy Lamb had 22 points and 3 steals of his own. Marvin Williams had 13-7 and and tied his career high with 4 blocks. Cody Zeller returned to action, and he had 6 points with 11 rebounds. And Malik Monk chipped in 12 off the bench. Next game we're going to look at was the blowout of all blowouts. The Los Angeles Lakers were in Indiana to play the Clippers, and this was ugly. The Pacers outscored the Lakers by 7 in the first quarter, and then 16 points in the second quarter, and then 5 in the third, and then 14 in the fourth. It was the worst defeat of LeBron James' career. The Pacers were up by 46 points at one point. Final score of this one was 136-94. to Indiana wins three in a row. And they were led by Thad Young with 12 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and 2 steals. A near triple-double for Thad. Miles Turner had 22 points with 4 blocks. Boyan Bogdanovich had 24 points with 5 assists. Edmund Sumner had 17 points, second-year guard. Demontis Sabonis had 17, 5, and 4. Aaron Holiday had 17. And Corey Joseph had 13, 4, and 4. From the Lakers' side of the game, LeBron had 18 points, 7 rebounds, and 9 assists. JaVale McGee had 16 points, Brandon Ingram had 12 and 6, Lance the Pants had 13 points, and Kyle Kuzma had 12. Next game we're going to look at was probably not much prettier. Uh, The score was a little bit closer, though. The Detroit Pistons and the New York Knicks. And you know what? I can tell you what happened in this one, and I don't even have to look it up. And here's how it goes. Detroit got big contributions from Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond and probably also Reggie Jackson, and the Knicks suck, and David Fisdale lied. And that's pretty much what happened in this one. Uh, Detroit took the victory in New York, 105-102. Drummond had 17 points, 16 rebounds, and 5 blocks. Blake Griffin had 29 points, 6 rebounds, and 8 assists. Reggie Bullock, in his last game as a Piston, had 19 points and 7 rebounds. And Reggie Jackson had 19 points and 7 assists. From the Knicks side of the game, Dennis Smith Jr., starting point guard now, had 25 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Mitchell Robinson had 13 and 10 with 2 blocks off the bench. Rookie center and Kevin Knox had 11 and 7. Nobody else on the Knicks team scored in double figures. Uh, Wesley Matthews and DeAndre Jordan were inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, Wesley had nine points, five assists, a steal, and a block. And uh, DeAndre Jordan had eight and eight. Next one we'll look at was a close game. I'll throw out the close game alert for this one. The Minnesota Timberwolves were in Memphis to play the Grizzlies. And Memphis ran out one of the most random and awful starting lineups that we will hopefully see all year long. And then they walked all over Minnesota in the first quarter, outscoring them 32-19. to Minnesota fought back and made it close down the stretch, but in the dying seconds, and I mean dying, Josh Okogie did something that drives coaches absolutely insane. With the game tied, he fouled Justin Holiday with .1 seconds left on the clock. Holiday knocked both of the free throws down to give Memphis the victory. 108-106. Mike Conley knew that this might possibly be his last game for the Grizzlies, and he went out in style. 25 points, 9 assists, and 3 steals for Conley. Ivan Rabb had a career-high 19 points to go with 11 rebounds, 2 steals and a block. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 23 points, 6 rebounds. He also had 2 steals and a block. And Justin Holiday had 17 points and 9 rebounds with 2 steals and a block as well. From the Minnesota side of the game, Carl Anthony Towns had an amazing monster game. 26 points and 18 rebounds. 
Dario Saric had 22 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Luol Deng had 18 and 7. And Andrew Wiggins had 12 and 6. And Josh Akogi had 11 and 5. Next one we'll look at. The Orlando Magic were in Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. Orlando led by 7 at halftime and then actually led by 12 early in the third quarter before OKC remembered that they were the better team and then they took charge. The Thunder used a 19-point swing to take a 6-point lead of their own into the fourth quarter. Orlando fought back a steal and then a 3-pointer from Terrence Ross cut the deficit to 6 with 31 seconds left, but OKC held on for the victory, 132-122. Paul George had 39 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. Russell Westbrook had his 6th straight triple-double, 16 points, 15 rebounds, 16 assists with a steal and a block. Jeremy Grant had 19 points, 11 rebounds, a steal and a block. Steven Adams had 14 and 4 with two steals. And Dennis Schroeder off the bench had 20 points. Abdel Nadir had 11 points. And Terrace Ferguson had 10. For the Magic, Aaron Gordon had 18 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds, excuse me, 3 steals and a block. Evan Fournier had 25, 5, and 5 with two steals. Terrence Ross had 26 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 steals. Nikola Vucevic had 17 points, 9 rebounds, 5 assists. And Jonathan Isaac had 14 and 4 with two blocks and a steal. Next one we're going to look at was the Philadelphia 76ers hosting the Toronto Raptors. And there's really no point in dissecting this one too much. Uh, Philly has a whole new team now. But the Raptors were not playing around in this nationally televised game. They, they scored 40 points in the first quarter to take a 12-point lead, which grew to 19 by the start of the fourth quarter. Philly made a push in the fourth, but it was over. The Raptors took this one 119-107. Kawhi Leonard had 24 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. Serge Ibaka had 20-10 and 10 with 3 assists. Kyle Lowry had 20-6 and 6 assists. Pascal Siakam had 16-6. and 6. And Greg Monroe off the bench had 10 points and 7 rebounds. The Raptors also got a 14-point contribution off the bench from Norm Powell. From the Sixers' side of the game, Joel Embiid had a 37-13 game with 3 blocks and a steal. Ben Simmons had 20 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, and 3 steals. Jimmy Butler had 18 points and 5 assists. And Furkan Korkmaz had 11. Last game of the night, the Miami Heat. We're in Portland to play the Trailblazers. And Miami won the first three quarters of this game and then just held on through the fourth. It really wasn't much of a game. Uh, they took this one 118-108, snapping a three-game losing streak and also snapping a three-game winning streak of Portland's. Hassan Whiteside had 28 points and 11 rebounds, as well as four steals and two blocks. James Johnson, 15 points, six rebounds, three assists, two steals, and three blocks. Dwayne Wade had 22-9. and nine. Josh Richardson had 18-4 and four with a pair of steals. And Justice Winslow had 10 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. From the Portland side of the game, C.J. McCollum had 33-5. and five. Jake Lehman had 25-8. and eight. Dame Lillard had just 13 points, but also 10 assists. And Yusuf Nurkic had 8 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. And that was the action from, what is it, Tuesday night? Yeah, you can tell it's been a long day for me. We'll quickly check in with Woj, but I don't see any new tweets here. So we'll go on to the action for Wednesday night. And there are seven games on tonight. The Nuggets are in Brooklyn to play the Nets as they continue their Eastern road trip. Uh, Denver's favored by three and a half in this one. Jamal Murray is questionable to return as well as Paul Millsap. Um, the New Orleans Pelicans are at Chicago. 
and the Bulls are favored by one and a half. Oh, God. The Bulls are favored. Uh, Miritich is doubtful, but Julius Randle is probable to play in this one. Uh, he's been out for quite a while. And uh, the next one we'll look at, the Washington Wizards are at Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's favored by 11.5 in this one. And it's not much of a surprise, really. The Charlotte Hornets, on the only team on a back-to-back, they're at da- uh, Dallas to play the Mavericks. And Dallas is favored by 5.5, presumably because they're on a back-to-back on the, on the road. Uh, Charlotte, that is. Phoenix is at Utah, and Utah is favored by a disgusting 15.5. This has blowout just written all over it in giant permanent marker. Um, and the last game of the night, the Houston Rockets are in Sacramento to play the Kings. Eric Gordon's questionable for Houston, and they're favored by three points. Oh, sorry, that's not the last game of the night. There is one more game after that, and it's the San Antonio Spurs at the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Popovich already said that he's going to sit out uh, LaMarcus Aldridge and DeMar DeRozan for this one. The Warriors are favored by 14. Uh, we'll see who can win by more, the, the Warriors or the Utah Jazz. All right, guys, that was the podcast for today. Again, I apologize for it coming out so late. But thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Shout-outs to the Pulse Podcast Network. Have a great day.